Welcome back to A Journey Through Lent with the Holy Fathers. I'm Dave Orsborn here in the St. Gabriel studio with a very special guest, Sister Loretta. Good morning, Sister. Good morning, Dave. Sister Loretta is with the Salesian Sisters of St. John Bosco under the patronage of Our Lady help of Christians. Perfect. Right? Yes, she, you got that right. <laughs> Sister serves as the campus minister at the Newman Center on the Ohio State University campus here I in Columbus. I love every minute of it. Uh, blessed to have you. Thank you. Can uh, We're going to reflect uh, on this Monday of the fifth week of Lent on a reading from at the beginning of the new millennium uh, by St. Uh, John Paul II, his apostolic letter in 2001. But before we do that, can you open us in prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for our great saint, John Paul II. And in this reflection today, he reminds us that we need to remain with the Lord. In prayer, we will find the Lord. And he waits for us in that encounter. I pray that all hearts may be open to find the Lord in those intimate moments where he waits for us to encounter us, to speak to our hearts with his love. May it happen more and more each day. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. So again, for the Monday of the fifth week of Lent from Pope St. John Paul II's apostolic letter at the beginning of the new millennium, our Holy Father writes, we have to learn to pray as it were learning this art ever anew from the lips of the divine master himself. Like the first disciples, Lord, teach us to pray. Prayer develops that conversation with Christ, which makes us his intimate friends. Abide in me and I in you. This reciprocity is the very substance and soul of the Christian life and the condition of all true pastoral life. Yes, dear brothers and sisters, our Christian communities must become genuine schools of prayer where the meeting with Christ is expressed not just in imploring help, but also in thanksgiving, praise, adoration, contemplation, listening, and ardent devotion until the heart truly falls in love. Beautiful. What stood out for you, sister? Well, first of all, that John 15... It's a passage that I read very often, and it always strikes me how many times, here it says, abide in my love, abide with me, but many times it says, remain, remain in my love, and I often have counted how many times Jesus says, remain, and in just that little passage, it's more than 10 times, and that's, I think that's the secret of prayer, just remaining with the Lord because he loves us so much. Recently, a student said to me, was, actually he was sharing a story with um, grad students, and he said how he had struggled very much accepting the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. And he searched for answers, 
and actually almost lost his faith over it. But then an inspiration came to him to go to daily Mass. And he said, I just went to Mass every day, and I just stayed there at Mass. And little by little, I love the Eucharist. And Jesus found me. Hmm. And now I go to Mass every day, and I receive the Eucharist, and it's my life. And the way he said it with such conviction that he truly found the Lord in the Eucharist. And that what John Paul says about falling in love, the Lord loves us already, but he waits for us to fall in love with him. He's patient. Patient, very patient. And another student, she said, um, I, didn't, I heard about adoration, but I didn't know what to do. So I said, let me spend 10 minutes. She said, then I started 10 minutes. I did a couple of days. I was very restless. And then I said, oh, I could add five more minutes. She said, now I do an hour every day, and I just wait to be in the presence of the Lord Jesus. So students are taking advantage of this school of prayer, and I have to say that at the Newman Center, um, it's definitely a school of prayer because we're led by a priest, Father Adam, who begins everything with prayer and spends, he himself makes a holy hour every day visible to the students and to the staff, and he invited us also to make a holy hour. And in that school of prayer, you just see the graces of God working. I imagine, Sister, I I like how you brought up remain uh, being repeated. It's a challenge we all face, right? Uh, Remaining, we're such short attention spans and jump from one thing to another. and And that's especially the case with students, but remaining, and we think of the, um, the high prayers, so to speak, uh, of the church, the mass, Eucharistic adoration, um, the rosary. But how, how would you encourage our listeners, the students, to actually remain with the Lord in, in just prayer as we go about our days? I think a big part, especially in families, and I think of moms, that they're giving constantly, just lifting our mind to the, to, the, to the Lord Jesus. Lord, I offer this for you. I'm washing clothes. I offer this for you. I'm cooking a meal. All the things we do, just lifting our minds and hearts to, to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I know my mom, she raised six children. So she was very busy and she loved to cook. And she cooked for us and made sure we had everything. But at night when we were in bed, she found her quiet time to remain with the Lord. Sometimes I would open my eyes and there she was by my bed praying. And I know she did that for each one of us. So we can find those quiet moments to just be still and remain in God's love. Thank you, sister. I like how um, our Holy Father, uh, Pope St. John Paul II, again, this is from his apostolic letter at the beginning of the new millennium. I like how he, uh, near the end of uh, uh, his writing in this passage, writes how Christ is expressed not just in imploring, imploring help, but also in thanksgiving, praise, adoration, contemplation, listening, and ardent devotion. Um, I think very often um, when we start prayer, we're asking for graces. 
And then as we deepen, we find ourselves thanking the Lord for his blessings and then praising him. And that moment, that time of listening is very important because many times we forget that we're in conversation. The Lord is speaking to us. We're, we think we're doing all the talking, but he really has a lot to say to us. And mostly he's going to tell us how much he loves us. And he's going to help us discern our vocation in life as well. He's going to help us to just make decisions that are profitable for our family, for our ministry, for our lives. So listening is a very, very important part of prayer. And just to be still and listen. And we will hear that voice in our heart because he wants to speak to us. Well, I think it's um, something that's just been lost with all the noise. It's just our ability to listen to um, our spouses, our children, our friends. Um, so to have that <clears throat> that time with the divine master himself and, and to learn how to listen, then as witnesses of Christ, we're able to bring that into other encounters. And, and just having that uh, that attention to the person that we're with is Christ-like. Recently, uh, our bishop, our great bishop, had an um, evening with the young adults at the, at the vault. And when he spoke to them, he did say, we need to unplug. And then the students were asking, but when I plug from, when I unplug from social media, what do I do? He said, you can take a walk. Just take a walk in nature and enjoy nature and let the Lord speak to us through nature. Mm. We can have conversations, face-to-face conversations. So how important these are. And this is part of prayer because where two or three are gathered, the Lord is there present. And he will speak to us through my friends, through my family. It called to mind uh, Bishop Brennan um, when he was here in Columbus Every morning he used to walk around downtown and you think this is during COVID and everything is locked down. And then we had the riots downtown, but he would just walk the streets praying um, his blessing over the city. That's beautiful. And I'm sure he inspired many others to do the same. He did. Yeah. He mentioned on uh, on several occasions how he would stop, you know, and listen to those people that were out and, and, and just share, share moments with That's them. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, sister, we're near the end of our time. Friends, you've been listening to Journey Through Lent with the Holy Fathers. Dave Orsborn here with Sister Loretta from the Salesian Sisters of St. John Bosco. Sister serves as the campus minister at the Newman Center on the campus of the Ohio, Ohio State. State. <laughs> <laughs> the Ohio State Buckeye University. Catholics. Buckeye Catholics. What a website? That sounds like a website. Buckeye Catholic. Google it, friends, and it'll you'll be able to see all the great things that uh, that our campus ministers are are doing for the students at Ohio State. So, sister, thanks for being with me. Thank you for the opportunity. Glory be to the Father and, and to, to the, the Son and, and to, to the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Thanks, sister.